We are in the business of solving problems. And if you don't have a problem, Bob, I need a, I need out of here because I'm just that busy and I care about your outcome. Have you ever felt that you were a little different? Me too. My father was an ex-Catholic priest who had a PhD in theology, spoke multiple languages, and read a book a day. My mom was a hardworking, oldest of nine with a master's in English and an ex-Catholic nun. My brother went to the number one high school in the world, Phillips Exeter Academy, and my sister went to Harvard. Then there was me, the dyslexic middle child, super confident with a chip on my shoulder, so I got into a lot of fights. I love sports and being on a team. It took a while, but I got my degree. I knew early on that my path would be unorthodox, and I needed to learn from the brilliance around me and to develop my own hard-hitting instincts. Now, after 25 years transforming Fortune 500 companies, I'm sharing how I became half monk and half hitman to help others to be balanced, high performers in business and in your life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hunter X. I'm John Hunter. Today, we're going to jump right into the first of many small lessons in the life of sales. Um, and I hope that you respond to the word sales like I do, which is just awful. Who wants to sell anything? Has anyone seen the movie Say Anything where the character talks about Lloyd talks about with his future father-in-law, what are you going to do, Lloyd? Because I don't, I don't want to sell anything, bought or process. I don't want to buy anything sold or or process or um, processed, etc. And and to me, I go back to that. No, who in their right mind wants to go into sales? And so I'm going to give you a different way of thinking about sales um, for a guy who just initially thought about sales in a way that was not healthy, was not attractive, and um, I, I give I'll give you a different spin on it. So the way I look at it, um, when we're into solving problems as opposed to selling, and you can have the discipline and vision to know when you meet people that you are basically a doctor, you're basically a consultant, you're there to ask them some questions. And in your mindset, you're thinking, can I help this person? And you have the discipline to be super proud of yourself to say, no, I'm out of here. Right. I always give my wife a hard time because she just wants a Z pack for everything. Good doctors do what? No. Tell me about your symptoms. Tell me about your cough. Tell me about this, that, and the other. Cause we want to truly treat the problem properly. And we want to have the self worth. Here's that big phrase again, self esteem to say, you know what? I could sell you something, but I'm not going to because you don't need it. So if we just took that away, folks, no matter what your boss is saying or your boss's boss and say, look, I am the anti-sales salesperson. That's how I feel I am. I won't sell anybody anything. If you're doing fine with application security, if you're doing fine in monitoring, if you, if you don't really need what I have to offer for the long haul, you know, validate my parking. I'm out of here. If my people tell you it'll solve world hunger for you out of the box with no risks, I'm going to throw them off of a, of a ledge. That's a, one of my jokes I would make with CIOs. So go back to the beginning. Well, how do you do that? And it starts with qualifying. So I was, 
I grew up in the world of qualifying being the number one priority for our business life. What is qualifying? It's getting on the phone with someone and understanding what are they really going through. And you're doing discovery work and you're learning about their world. So it should just be a ton of questions. It should be a ton of research on LinkedIn, a ton of Google. It's looking for their statements. It's looking for their uh, points of view. It's looking for partners, points of views on that particular customer. So we can form a thesis of what they are going through, like a doctor would. We're pulling their EKG, we're looking at x-rays, we're saying, huh, I think this person doesn't need anything, just needs more sleep, drink more water, see you later. That's a great doctor. That's what we need to be. And there's ways to do this. There's ways to be really, really good. And here's the deal, you gotta be super disciplined and you have to fight the urge to have fear enter into your discovery process. Plus, you have to resist the urge of your customer or your prospect dragging you into an engagement that isn't real. So let me give you a real life example. So when I grew up, remember, we're all in inside sales. We have no pipeline. We have no sales. Our boss is on our ass. And we're thinking, I have to get a pipeline opportunity. Wrong way of thinking. Eliminate it. In your mind, immediately, I want you to think, I am super busy. I have tons of pipeline. I have customers everywhere. And when you get that prospect on the phone, you're going through a so what doctor-like discovery process. Let's just take server monitoring for a moment. For those of you who don't know, let's just say you have an IT server and it crashes all the time. It happens. I'm in that business. Um, But you know what? There's a lot of detail around that that makes it either a quality opportunity, a problem, a pain level statement or not. So we were trained from Guru Ganesh at 23 years old to when that prospect gets on the phone and here's the role play. John Hunter, this is Bob. Um, My server went down. Server went down. Now, remember, I have no pipeline. I have no opportunities. My boss is on my ass. I'm probably on a board somewhere, ranked number 37 So my initial gut instinct is I'm a loser, I suck, and I better get this guy as an opportunity. He gave me the in. He said a server went down. So I'm going to rush out there. I'm going to fill this guy with pre-sales engineers. I'm going to do a demo. I'm going to throw every piece of literature at him because I'm desperate for a sale. And that is, we've learned in Tommy Boy, when he lights the car on fire, that is lighting your opportunity on fire. Now, because we don't want to sell them anything, I want to solve a problem for him. So I'm super curious if, in fact, he has a problem that's worth my time because efficacy and self-worth and self-esteem is important to me. So how do I respond? Hey, Bob, servers go down all the time. I'm really busy here, bud. You can hear in the background. I'm busy. Okay, well, this had an application on it. Again, resist the urge to jump over there and flood the sky with PowerPoint and garbage. Hey, Bob, applications are a dime or a dozen. We see applications all over the place. Picks up the phone off speakerphone. Now we're getting somewhere. He says, well, this one is a revenue generating application. Huh. Still hold, hold wanting to sell them anything. What do you mean revenue generating? 
there's a wide degree of revenue generating. It's multi-million and you didn't hear it from me, but my boss's bonus is riding on the availability of this server group and it's down. So now I have quantifiable pain. I have a bonus. I probably have a governance violation. So now I want to flood the skies. No. So now we're going to say, okay, Bob, I can help you. I can't get out there today because I am swamped with, you know, you don't say this, but this is your body language. This is your voice confidence. I'm so busy with all of your, uh, with whom? I'm busy with your competitors, providing them modern monitoring and availability tools. So I can't get out there today. And that's what we want, don't we? Don't we want when we go to get buy a suit or if we go personally go buy something and people push back on us a little bit, what does it make? It makes us want it more. It means it's consultative. It means it's high end. It's quality. It's rare. It's unique. It's in demand. You need to be in demand. You need to be providing quality. You need to have the discipline to shoot down your own sale in order to grow it. It's a reverse psychology effect of true problem-solving, consultative selling, if that's what you want to call it. All I know is we're going to get out there on Friday. But even on Friday, Bob, I need you to bring us a bunch of data with you. I need you to bring some financial information. I need the architectured information. Um, and we're going to have, I need, I don't need 30 minutes, all these bullshit 30 minute sessions. I need probably an hour and 20 minutes. And we're going to go through and map out this use case and this problem statement because we want a win-win situation with you because we are in the business of solving problems. And if you don't have a problem, Bob, I need, a, I need out of here because I'm just that busy and I care about your outcome. So in conclusion, we're not in sales. You're the anti-sales salesperson. I'm the anti-sales salesperson. I'm in the business of solving problems. I'm in the business of having a relationship with you forever. Because once you do sell someone something short and you ring the bell at your company and it doesn't work, you will be held accountable in this world, this karma-like software technology world. Because that will be the last time you sell that business anything. So you have to be playing for the long game. Be the anti-sales sales leader. Make discovery and qualifying your only thing. Think about courage. Come up with your quirky little funny one-liners that make you human and make it funny when you're doing that exchange. And no, feel free to put into your, your dialogue your desire to be that doctor-like figure, to be that problem solver, to be that, 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 you know, that keeper of win-win scenarios. And let that be your anti-sales approach and your view. And you go watch it, not make one quarter, but you're going to make every quarter for the rest of your life building it that way. That's Hunter X. Hope you liked it. Talk to you soon. Go get it, guys. Bye-bye.